Okay, so t today on Navi Tales, we're we're not gonna talk about lore. This is an extra sode of our podcast, Navi Tales. Yes. My name is Josh. I am Nick. And today we are going to talk about Destiny 2. Now, if you have listened to any of our podcasts the last couple weeks, last week or so, uh we, we we're a little bit we're a little bit addicted at the moment. Yeah. It's it's really all I've done is play Destiny. Same. Uh, and uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast on the lore of Destiny, go ahead and listen to that because this is um, this is obviously a continuation of that. Now, before we start this extra episode, I want to put this up front. Normally, we don't have to do this because it's kind of assumed when dealing with a video game lore podcast, we're going to talk about the story in the video game. However, this episode is going to be a little bit different, uh, so I want to say up, and it's for something current, so I want to say up front, this is going to have spoilers in it. Yes. If you listen to this and don't want spoilers, you are making a fucking mistake. I, I, we are going to talk about things that happen in the game that spoil the story. Yes. Spoil gameplay elements. Spoil weird shit. If you don't want that, don't listen to this fucking episode. Yeah, leave. Get out! And then come back when you're done. Go listen to another of our podcasts. Yeah. What, you've already listened to them? Go do it again! Do it again! Leave a comment on iTunes. Tweet at us! But don't listen to this episode. If you haven't played Destiny 2... All right, with that, let's get into it. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. So we wanted to begin talking about the actual story now that you finished it. Now, just so you know, Nick and I are friends and friends talk to each other. However, I haven't talked to Nick about impressions or anything to do with the story because we were planning on doing this. So we are going to really talk about this for the first time ever. Yeah. You get to catch us live on our podcast. Isn't that exciting? Pre-recorded on our podcast. Isn't that exciting? I'm excited. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So, Nick, you beat it after me. I, I'd beaten it like two days in. <laughs> I, I had a day off. All I did was play Destiny that day, and I beat the story. Um. So, yeah. Uh, what did you what you think of everything, huh? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, if we're just talking about story, well, we'll, we'll probably talk about the story, but I definitely want to talk about the ending. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked what they did with it. Um, probably could have been a bit longer, but in it, comparison to what it was, I get definitely an improvement. I felt the same way about the length of it, but the reason that I don't think it's going to be a problem is a it ended before the raid came out, mm. so the raid I think is going to play a part in that. Although we are we're recording this after the raid has already come out, but we haven't actually completed it yet. Yeah, we haven't gotten even a minute with the raid because our clan hasn't been around. But um, they uh, yeah they it was not as long as I would have liked, but it was definitely longer than Destiny One's story was. Yes. Uh, the other reason I'm not super concerned about how short it is is because if this is an indication of the future, all the expansions are going to have similar stories. Right. Uh, all, that's my hope. They're gonna all they're, they're all gonna be like decent. They're all gonna be decent stories and actually have stories, which which is really nice. But yeah, I I think Gaul is such a cool character. Yes, I thought he was a cool villain to have. Yeah, because like I didn't 
I I felt sympathy for him to a point. I, I understood his motivations, I think is the better word. Like, I got why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, and, like, even to the point where, like, they... Well, like, he kills his right-hand man because it's not the way he wants to get the light. Like, he wants to be right. chosen. Well, and, and with that, though, like, I love the, the, the right-hand man guy. A couple things. One, did you see his necklace? Mm, yeah. He wasn't wearing beads around his neck. Those were the cores of ghosts. That's awesome. <laughs> I know, dude. He had, like, the actual ghost cores around his neck of ghosts that have been killed. It's fucking cool. But his right-hand man was who adopted him. Yeah. Like when he was younger, when he was, because he, Gaul's always talking, I was a whelp. Because he was, he was the runt of the litter. Mm-hmm. So they, he was cast aside and he was adopted by this guy who come, turned out to be his right hand man. Um, and when he's saying, he's like, it doesn't matter that the light hasn't chosen you. I chose you. Yeah. I was like, that is adorable. And then he kills him. Yeah. Because um, Gaul's a prick and he always gets what he wants. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I thought it was, like, a really cool moment when they're yelling at each other over that. No, it was. It was, it was like very it, cool. It was complex. And, and complexities in a game where I really didn't expect there to be complexities, I'm 100% in on. Yeah. And, and like I was saying, like, what they were yelling about was he was like, you can literally take the light. Like, you have all the means to take the light, but it wasn't the way that Gaul wanted to get the light. So he wasn't satisfied. Right. Which is, which is just so cool to me. He wanted to be like the Guardians. Right. And like I feel like any other generic story would have been like, yeah, we forced we forced God it. All right, let's battle him. But he was like, he had some depth to him where he was just like, no, I want to be like them. I want to be chosen. I didn't want to just do take it by like this mediocre way. Right. Hey, it, was, it was really, really cool. And when you finally do fight him, first off, before you even fight him, when you're going through the city... For the final time. That was great. Did you have other guardians around you? Yes. When I spawned in. Isn't that some shit? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because like going through the city with like other players, like actual players. And yeah. I'm just like, we're all taking our city back. Yeah, dude. Isn't that some shit, Like man? that was fun. Like I don't really think that really doesn't happen in other story missions. But like it happens at the end. Like you spawn in at the end after like your shit, uh, your ship gets hit. And, like, I spawned in on that rooftop, and there were other guardians around me. And then I'm, like, running through the streets fighting the Cabal with, like, this other guardian who I have no idea where he is in the world, but I'm fighting with him. And, like, it felt like, like... You yeah, legit- wh- you legitimately feel like you're taking the city back with the help of your fellow guardians. Yeah. It's the shit! It's, it was so... It was such a good feeling. It was, like... It, like Bungie knows what they're doing when they're putting that shit together, man. I gotta tell you. What got me fucked up, though, was you get to that roof with Ikora, Caden, um... Zavala on it. Yeah. Uh, Cade wasn't kidding when he said he got his fucking arm blown off. Yeah. That fucked me up, man. Yeah. I was like... And they were all, like, weak and, like, tired. I thought he was just fucking around, but, like, you go over to Cade, he has one fucking arm. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus! Someone get the light back! Cade can't die! Yeah. Like, holy shit! I was so blown away by that. No, it really was. Like, that's the part I really wanted to talk to you about that got me fucked up, because you realize, like, how kind of vulnerable they are because like before they're just doing whatever because we're guardians still even without the light yeah but like it doesn't like they're getting fucked up man we gotta do this so we can save them yeah like we are saving them and when you finally go confront Gaul and he's using all your abilities against you I was like go fuck yourself it was not a fun boss battle in my opinion yeah, it was kind of like, generic yeah it was kind of like 
He's flying in the air, shoot him. I, I just felt like I was fighting Skolas again. Mm. Yeah. Like, he, he really just felt like Skolas from Destiny 1. But, um... I did like the ending where he became like this being of light and then the traveler fucking wakes up. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was dope too. Which like I didn't expect the traveler to wake up. I didn't either. I I didn't think the traveler was ever going to wake up. Like I I know that they talk about like oh the traveler's still there. We're we're still in its light. I'm like, yeah, no, I think the traveler's dead and it's just residual light. <laughs> like I I legitimately thought the traveler was dead. I didn't up until the point where he grew big and he turned around towards the traveler and I was like, it's gonna like hit him with something. But and, yeah. it, and then it did. But it was yeah. Up until that point, I didn't think that traveler was gonna do. And, and jack now shit. like, because now we have the the new tower, yeah. which isn't the tower where it was. It's part of the wall that surrounds the last city. Right. And if you are on the new tower and you look up at the traveler, you can see like machine work inside of its broken shell. Yeah. Like it like cracked open like an egg. So there's like parts of it float orbiting around it essentially. And like it it had like machine work and stuff all up in it. Yeah, and I want to go inside of it. I do too. I hope I hope we go inside the traveler. That'd be dope. Yeah, I want to be inside that god machine. But yeah, that's it's super interesting. And I've I've was a huge fan of the entire story. Yeah, even like getting all the uh uh getting uh, Cade, Ikora, and Zavala back. I loved getting Cade back. Like the whole thing of him being trapped in like the teleporter. And and fail safe. And fail safe. I, I just like, like that that whole mission. Failsafe. That whole mission of just like the banter between fail safe and Cade Six was fantastic. The Cade Six unit? The the Cade Six unit and fail safe. Oh my cotton socks. Oh, oh my cotton socks. I forgot about that. <laughs> He's just yelling at you. He's just like, oh my cotton socks. Did you not hear what I said? And then he teleports away. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot he said, oh my cotton socks. It's so great. Yeah. And then fail safe. Fail safe. In, in, in case you're listening to this and haven't played Destiny at all. Why? You, why? I'm not sure why you listen to this. But just in case, is an AI unit that has multiple personalities. Yeah. It's, bro- it's like a broken, it's got like rampant a l- AI unit. That just like keeps switching from this happy go lucky personality to what can only be described as Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's it's pretty pretty great. Failsafe is maybe my favorite character. I, I do like Asher. Mir yeah, I was gonna lot, say so. I like Asher too. Asher Mir is this crazy old hermit on IO. He's just grumpy and he's like a scientist. And he just fucking hates Titans. Yeah. He just hates Titans. He's like constantly. When you're going through the story with him, he's constantly making fun of Zavala, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm I'm Zavala, and I'm not gonna think about like how much the Almighty can do to destroy us. I'm just gonna headbutt it instead." <laughs> yeah, like it's just outrageous. <laughs> I don't, he, he like calls, he refers to Zavala as a he calls him Vuvuzela instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some of the best dialogue. This game is really really well written. Your ghost is so fucking funny in this. Yeah, he like, is. Like when your ghost has to deal with failsafe, it's just like there's points where he's your vo- so- your ghost just grumbles. Yeah, he's just so salty. He's, he's just like, like just getting so annoyed by this other AI. There's there's a lot of references to other characters and other in other in the first game, like deep lore characters, which I'm a huge fan of. Before we get into that, I want to talk about new worlds. Yeah, all the new worlds. So we end up going back to Earth, yep. but not to the Cosmodrome in Russia. We're going to the EDZ or the European Dead Zone. I adore the European Dead Zone. It's great. It's huge. Yeah. They're all really big, but the EDZ is huge. 
I I love the EDZ. And then from there we go to Titan, which is like a water, which is a moon of Saturn and a water planet. Like it's just all flooded. Yeah. You're fighting on like like a, like an oil like kind of like you're, yeah, it's you're an oil kind, rig. It's kind of like you're an oil, an oil rig. Um which again, I thought it was really cool and I thought it was cool that the hive had infected it. Yeah. So it's super hive and Infected in a lot of places. Yeah. And then from there you go to Nessus. Yep. Which is another thing in our solar system. It's not a moon. Yeah. I forget what it but, what it technically is. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's taken over by the Vex. It's like 99.9% taken over by the Vex. Yeah. So the only other planet that I think has been taken over more is Mercury. Um, But it's... Another really, really cool planet because of just it is. Then you have Io, which is like this bright planet, which was the last planet the traveler touched before going to Earth. Yep. Before essentially dying, the last planet it touched was Io. So it's supposed to be like a suit. It's kind of like a mecca for warlocks because warlocks, their whole lore is that they gain their powers through studying. Like this is what they do. They study the traveler and it's light and that's how they gain they're very unique shit. So that's that's where a lot of their light comes from. It was kind of like a mecha for warlocks, which makes sense why you find Ikora there. Yeah. And Asher Mir. Yeah. Um, crazy people who study things. But the, the planets are incredible. There's a whole systems that I think are just fucking incredible. Um, but, but from the planets, uh, we'll talk about that later. From the planets, I want to talk about the some of the characters we haven't talked about yet. So, a lot of characters came back. Amanda um, Holiday is back, who is the shipwright. Yep. Um, you have the Vanguard people, Cade uh, Six for the Hunters, Zavala for the Titans, and Ikora for the Warlocks. The speaker was was back. Yeah, he was back. Uh, but in the course of the story, the speaker dies after maybe the best burn in video game history. <laughs> yeah. He, he tells through, I can't do it justice, but uh, he basically tells uh, Gaul to go kill himself. Yeah. He said, which is just fucking glorious. Um, who else uh, Who else came back? Banshee. Oh, Banshee's back and he looks cool as hell now. Banshee 44. Yep. Um, that stupid Cryptarch's back. Yep. Um, I, I don't think any, I, I miss, uh, what's her name? Eris Morn. Yeah, she's not, they mentioned but, her and they like mentioned her in a way that she's still alive. They think she's still alive and like went somewhere to go deal with the hive. Yeah. But I, we haven't seen her yet. Yeah. So maybe she'll come back in the future. Yeah. I, I loved Eris Morn and I loved her relationship with Cade by relationship with Cade. I mean, she hates Cade. Yeah. And Cade realizes it and still acts like Aerith loves him. Yep. It's, I mean, there's no, the characters are just so much better in this game, the ones that they brought back. Yeah. I mean, like, have you done the mission? It's a strike with Zavala and Desrim, the, the guy from the EDZ. Maybe. They're, they're both together in a chat, chatting to you. And Amanda Holiday keeps interjecting, basically saying, I could listen to you two talk all day. Your voices are so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like, she keeps jumping into the chat to say it and get, keeps getting kicked out of the chat. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Like, the characters are, are so much more in-depth and so funny in this one. 
we have a bunch of new characters. We have uh, different kind of leaders on every planet. Yeah. So we have Desrum on in the EDZ, who's like this British sniper dude kind of camping out in a church. Yep. Who's in charge of all your stuff there. We have unnamed Titan, whose name I can't fucking remember. Yeah, it begins with an S. Yeah, on Titan. Uh, I got to be honest, you probably spend the least amount of time on Titan. Yeah. Titan is the, probably why I don't remember her name. Titan is the moon of this game. Like yeah. you, you never. It literally, after I, you were done I with mean, the, Titan moon, is you the moon, you don't go back to the moon really. Yeah. But I, I should really camp Titan for a bit and get the armor on Titan. Um, I you, can't get the armor on any of them. Like I can't get any of them. I drop. have three pieces of the woodland armor. I have like one piece of the woodland. I think one of Nessus. That's about it. Speaking of Nessus, Nessus is failsafe. Has failsafe, and Io has Asher Mayor. Yes. And all these people kind of run like your missions on there, and you get tokens for each planet. Those tokens can be turned in for engrams that'll get you that planet's gears and weapons and stuff. It's really, really well done. And that's the reputation system, uh, which is just a blast. I'm I'm loving the reputation system. I'm grinding like a motherfucker on EDZ because I like how it looks. Yeah. And I'm going to go from there and grind like a motherfucker on EO. EO, EO, O. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Uh, and the other thing is that the characters are super integrated in the story. Integrated into the story. To the point where, like, you fight alongside some of these characters. Yeah. Like, you fight alongside Cade 6 at one point, and Ikora and Zavala. It's all really, really fun. Yeah, it's it's so much better than in the first one where they just sat in that room the entire time and then occasionally, like, came over, like, the the voice chat. Yeah. To, like, give you instructions, which they still do in this one, but, like, it was cool to see them, like, out and about and, like, doing stuff. And they'll even make jokes about that. Like, if you're if you're doing the mission where you're trying to save Cade and he's teleporting everywhere, yeah. Ghost goes, this is why we don't let him leave the tower. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. Yeah. Like, it's it's really, it's just super well done. Um, the, the characters are, are so great, and I actually feel like they're there. They're, they're involved. Yeah. Which I, in the last game, I just felt like they were where I needed to go when I leveled up. And I feel like from those three specifically, the Vanguard, that like they really like it really shows like the connection between them because they have been sitting in this room for so long and just bickering with each other. And now they're like spread out and like they realize like they really do need each other. Zavala says, I need my fire team. Yeah. And then Kate Six goes, did he really say that he needed me? Did you get it recorded? <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Just like that. It's like they, they, they need each other and they work together when all they've been doing this entire time in the first game was like sitting in this room. I just like, I feel like it led like that lends it to being better. There's a, a character we forgot to mention, by the way, which was Shax. Lord oh, Shax yeah. for the Crucible is yeah. back. Shax came back. Uh, and I, I still love him. He's just this glorious yelling Titan. Oh, we should talk about, speaking of Shaxx, we should talk about how... I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, how um, if you, depending on if you played Destiny 1 or if you didn't, you get different dialogue in Destiny 2. So, for example, Nick and I have played Destiny 1, obviously, and our characters carried over, which I didn't expect. Yeah, that was... I was really That was a real surprise. That. Actually, before we even talk about that, I want to talk about the opening of the game. Oh, which my God. Literally had me in tears. Yes. Because it, it, it opens with, like, all the, the, the events you've done. Yeah, so it opens with, like black and white like kind of like ink hand drawn yeah. stills 
of like every major event that you did. So and like it's like you beat the black, you went to the Black Garden, you beat the House of Wolves, you did every single and raid. It's got the fire team you did it with. Yeah. So like I remember the first time we ran Vault of Glass, and it was one of my favorite moments we've had in Destiny. And it like I saw the whole fire team there. I was like, oh my god, I remember that. Like I remember beating this. Oh my god, I remember that raid. I remember that. It was just like it literally brought a tear to my eye because I'm like, oh my god, you you remembered. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember. Because I felt like Destiny Two didn't wasn't going to remember what I did in Destiny One. Yeah. And, and it absolutely did. So I was really surprised when our our characters carried over. Yeah. Like it remembered my character. And when we say characters carried over, there the way they look. Yeah. The, we the didn't appearance. get our we didn't get our items, but the appearance. So like my my um human hunter and my, my exo titan, which yeah. it didn't bring my warlock. Was Which, your warlock not capped out? It might have been not capped out, so I don't think that's why they brought it over. Yeah, it might not have been cap level. Because I, I really didn't touch my warlock that much. I'm not super set about it. I'm like, I, didn't I, touch I was your more, much. I was more happy when I saw my hunter. Yeah, well, Nick mains a hunter. I made a warlock. So when I saw my warlock, I was like, oh man, that is my awoken warlock. Yeah. Holy shit, he still got the mohawk. Yeah, and I was like, because I was super ready to like make a new character, but then like when I saw my hunter, I was like, there's no way I cannot play my hunter. Yeah, exactly. I'm like. This is what I'm doing. But since we had characters carry over, we didn't know this because we haven't played the game fresh. But there's actually different dialogue if you haven't played Destiny 1. So the first example we can give and why Shax reminded us of this is when you're walking through the destroyed tower and you run into Shax. In the first mission. In the, in the very first mission of the game, you run into Shax. When Nick and I ran into Shax, he said, Ah, Saladin's young wolf. Because we did the Rise of, Iron. Rise of Iron. However, when my friend Alec, who hadn't played Destiny, shout out to Alec, who hadn't played Destiny, one ran through it, he just called him Guardian. So, And there's a lot of other things. Like the first time you encounter the Taken, they don't go, our ghost just goes, the Taken. When the first time Alec encounters the Taken, the ghost goes, Ikora, what is this? And then she's like, oh, this is the Taken. This is their whole thing. But they don't need to explain that to Nick and I. Yes. Nick and I spent fucking six months fighting the fucking Taken. Yeah. We're sick of fighting the fucking Taken. But so I, I thought it was really cool that not only is it friendly towards new players, but it's also friendly towards old players. Because yeah. I don't need to hear that exposition. No, I really Nor don't. Nor do I really fucking want to. No, I don't. I don't want to hit sit there. I feel like it'll cause like a... What's the word? Like a... Like a It'll kill my suspension of disbelief. Yeah, it'll kill my disbelief if I if I sit there and my and Ikora explains to me what the Taken are like, again. Ikora's told me what the Taken is. I fought the Taken. Yeah. I had first contact with the Taken. Right. We did the the raid and we fought Oryx. I killed their fucking king. Yeah. So like, like to sit there and have it explained to us again, veterans, what the Taken are would just be really annoying. So I'm glad that they they uh. They appeal to both old and new players. Right, and and I mean, it's really cool when he calls you Saladin's young wolf, by the way. Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> of how he says it, he's like, ah, Saladin's young wolf. I was like, oh, man, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was a wolf. Um, Yeah, so so I just thought that was like a really, really cool part of Destiny that they they thought about that for both, for both people, both new and old. It's a game that's designed for both. Next, I want to talk about weapons. There's a bunch of new weapon types in this game. Holy shit. Yeah, so they changed the way that the loadout works. So in the first game, you had primary, 
which was like auto rifles, scout rifles, pulse rifles, hand cannons, secondary, which was sidearms, snipers, fusions, and shotguns, and then heavy, which was like rocket launchers, swords, and I feel like there was another Fusion room. rifles. Nope. Fusion rifles was secondary. Are you sure? Yes. I'm not. I am. Fuck. Um, yeah, well, there's that. So now they have uh, kinetic... Elemental and power, so you can literally hold like two. You can hold two scout rifles. One being kinetic, which is just normal damage, and then one being elemental, which is either uh, solar arc or void uh, damage. Yeah, there's a super emphasis on this kind of elemental type in this game. I feel, which I'm not complaining about. No, neither am I. I like the the way it's set up. I think better than the. Absolutely. The first one. Oh, I love it. I could run around with two submachine guns, and I did for a while. Yeah. This is fun as shit. And then power, which is like rocket launchers, grenade launchers, swords, uh, fucking... There's a, shot, a couple shotguns in there. There's a couple sniper rifles. Yeah, like it's... Oh, yeah, shotguns and sniper rifles are now considered power. Uh, and they all do elemental damage, too, which is also really helpful. But, um, yeah, I uh, really, really like it in this game. Uh, and, and like, they have so many different gun types, you can fuck with it, and I have a cold heart, so I don't even give a shit. The cold heart's great. The cold heart's broken. It really is. It's so broken. I, I vaguely remember last night. A little bit. Yeah. All I remember is using the cold heart crucible and going, holy shit! Because it was fucked up. I felt bad for using that gun in crucible. It really is. Not bad enough to switch it off, but bad. Yep. But, yeah, it was, it's, it's really cool. It's uh, the cold heart. Um, uh, cold heart, by the way, was the pre-order exotic. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if you can get it if you haven't pre-ordered it. You might be able to. I know you will eventually. Yeah. I don't know if you can right now. I have like a 170 cold heart that dropped for me. So I don't know if it dropped for me because I had a cold heart before or because it's now available to the public. Either way, I had a cold heart before most people did because I had it at level 20. Yeah. And it was fucking great. That was great. Uh, it's a really fun gun, and it just shoots this straight shot, and that does it's arc like a, damage. It's like an ice beam. And it's just an ice beam, and it does a lot of a lot of damage really fast. Uh, one of the things I actually don't like about this game, however, is that you can only infuse same type guns. Yeah. Which is pretty frustrating. It really is. In the last game, if I got like a two sixty scout rifle, I could infuse it into my two fifty nine auto rifle yeah bump which, it up to 260 which is really annoying because like the strongest power weapon i have right now is a grenade launcher and i really don't like you like using grenade launchers like, i'd rather use like my sniper or my rocket launcher but like i can't infuse them and i want to use the best gear so my power uh level is high yeah so, i it's it's frustrating in that regard but it's not make or break the game for me i'll yeah. just use a fucking auto rifle that's a little lower power level but um yeah it's it, overall, guns are improved, in my opinion. There's a lot more types. Yep. They added grenade launchers, submachine guns, fucking sidearms to everything. Yep. Uh, it's it's super different kind of fusion rifles, line fusion rifles, fusion rifles. They had the what? What the fuck is the cold heart? It's its own it's a class. tracer rifle. It's a tracer rifle. It's its own classic gun. Yeah. It, it's just really really cool. I hope they put in more tracer guns because they make me feel like I'm a Ghostbuster. Yeah, don't cross the streams. Yep. But um, yeah, it's it, there's so many more different kinds of guns and it's really cool. They also added weapon mods, which yep. I've been having a blast with. Yep. 
because they drop fucking frequently. Yeah, they super dumb down the um the perk trees. For, They're still for there. Weapon. They're still there, but like you don't have to unlock them. Right. They're just there. Like so, like weapons will still have unique perks, especially the exotics. The exotics will have their their unique perk that they do, and then like a couple other ones, usually like two or three, and then you get uh like uh, a mod slot where you can put in like oh this one will do uh more damage, this one will reload faster, this will make you run faster, and like there's even like you can change like the elemental types, like that's equipped it in the yeah. thing. So like. If your submachine gun does solar damage, but you want to do arc damage, just throw in an arc chip, and now it does arc damage, yes. which is really dope. Because then you don't have to like, because like before, you could have like the same sniper rifle, but like one would do solar, one would do arc, and one would do void. So if like you want a specific one, you'd have to like wait for it to drop in that specific element. Yeah. Now you can just get the gun once and change it out. Yeah, and the mods are consumable, uh, which I. Don't care about because I have almost a full inventory of mods. You, at this you get point. them like constantly. You, you get them from like, get them from Banshee. Yeah, you get them from leveling up with Banshee, which I is think you get them pretty like, fast. Anytime you, every time you break down an item in this game, uh, you get gunsmith parts, and gunsmith parts you level up or, with Banshee forty four. I think, um, armor too. Yeah, it's literally, all, it's every, all the same. Every anything you break down, yeah, you get gunsmith parts, which you can give to Banshee and you, uh. You level up with Banshee pretty fast, and uh, then whenever you're done, he gets you a legendary thing that always comes with some sort of legendary weapon and a couple uh, couple armor and weapon mods. Yeah, and you can also, like, buy mods from him from, like, Glimmer. Like, there's a, literally yeah. a random mod option for, like, a thousand Glimmer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I bought a bunch of them. That's yeah, why so, I have so many mods. Yeah, I literally capped out my Glimmer, and I was like, I'm going to buy a bunch of mods because, yeah, why not? And so I, yeah, it's it's a really cool system in my opinion. I've been fucking with it hardcore. However, it was really difficult to fuck with the armor ones because I wanted to get an armor set I like. Yeah. Uh, which I'm working on one. I'm uh, a warlock and I have almost the entire high mind complex set, which makes me look like a homeless warlock, which I love. <laughs> um, uh, what I wanted to talk about real quick, we don't have it on our list of shit to talk about because I just realized we should talk about it. Subclasses. Oh, yeah. the You get subclasses. They changed one for each. It's the same three elemental subclasses. They changed one of them uh, for each. Yeah, they changed character. the Sunsinger from the Sunsinger to the Dawnblade. They changed the Arcblade to the Arc Strider. And they changed the defense to the I don't fucking know because I don't play a Titan. Yeah. We should have gotten a fucking Titan here, by the way. That yeah. would have been nice to talk about. It would have just been bro and he'd just talk about punching things. Fucking Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they changed each one of them. Uh, you begin the game as the new cha newly changed one. And over time you unlock relics, you mm -hmm. find them through random drops and then you have to do a quest to unlock your next subclass, which subclasses level up dumb fast in this game. Yeah. They're not as extensive again, not as extensive in the perk trees, which a lot of people look at it as being dumbed down. I look at it as being improved upon because <laughs> The perk trees in the first one were really difficult to work with. Yeah. They were very extensive, and a lot of it didn't fucking matter. But in this one, it's a lot easier, and each subclass has a trait. Uh, so, like, for example, I'm a Voidwalker Devour Warlock because I use the Devour trait, which means, like, I suck life out of things, mm. uh, and which is either diamond on either side is the trait. 
and I just think it's a better system. I <laughs> yeah, it's vastly improved upon. All my subclasses are already leveled up. Yep, to the max. Uh, I don't have to spend like half. A, I never finished uh, Arc Warlock in Destiny One. I didn't. Oh, it's, I it takes so much fucking time. I finished all three subclasses for on my Hunter in Destiny One because I only wanted to use Voidwalker. In I mean, all I wanted to use was Void in. In uh, Destiny 1 too, with the occasional arc for, like, Crucible. Yeah, for like, Crucible, I was just like, how? Just fucking... I never wanted to use Solar, and I still don't want to use Solar. I used Sunsinger in Raids. Sunsinger yeah. was pretty good at saving all of our asses in Raids. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I I didn't... I I didn't care for arc in 1, and I still am not arc's biggest fan. I was using it for a while because I had the Crown of Tempests, but now I have the helm of something or other that increases my void ability. So I'm like, fuck, yeah, get to be Voidwalker again. Yeah, my uh, my chest exotic um, increases the damage I do with my arc super and the time nice. that it lasts. So that's, if you ever noticed, my super lasts I've forever. I've noticed, dude. You and the Crucible the other day were pushing shit in. My super lasts forever because of it, and it's fantastic. And uh, literally why I haven't taken off Arc Strider since I, like, since the I beginning used, of the game. I used Dawnblade for a while, and I still like Dawnblade a lot. It's a really, really great subclass. But with my helmet and how much I love Voidwalker, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll still I'll be, just be a Devourer Warlock again. It's just like I do like the Void the void one for the Hunter because you have the smoke bomb so you can turn invisible and stuff. But, like, I don't know. I've just been the, – the arc super is just so much fun. You just dance around. Yeah, and then, like, the perks I have right now is – um if I punch something with my melee, I instantly get my dodge roll back. And then if I dodge roll in the enemy, I instantly get my punch back. So I just keep chaining that and just like dodging around enemies and punching them. It's like super satisfying. Have you ever seen that the, the Dawnblade Warlocks can legitimately fly? Yeah. Yeah, they just fucking fly. It's great. I, I have an exotic chest piece that actually uh, is for Dawnblades and it's got wings. It's just so cool. Like, it's designed around being, like, a burning angel from heaven. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, I wanted to talk about that real quick. Oh, we can also talk about the, um, while we're on subclasses, like, the mission itself oh to get the subclasses, gosh. which are dope. So, in the first one, the only missions for the subclasses was the three new ones in the Taken King expansion. Like, they had their own quest. Yes, yes. In the first one, you the only quests were for the new ones. Yeah. Um, and then, so this one, every time you you get the new ones... For this game in Destiny 2, and then when you get the old ones, you get, like Josh said, you get the relic. You have to charge them up with kills, I think. And kills when... or public events. They charge up okay. off public events, too. And then once it's charged, you go to a fallen shard of the Traveler to get yeah. your light restored for that subclass. And Which, it's just really And cool. along the way, you run into like these holograms that are kind of like lecturing you on stuff. But yeah. like they're not... They're weird and not explained a hundred percent. So a lot of them, like I, uh, I Cora was in a lot of mine because I'm a warlock. Kate Six was in a lot of yours, but like a lot of mine were like other warlocks talking about like the hive, mm -hmm. and like I swear to you, and I was like, is that Toland? Because like there was one warlock who was obsessed with the hive that was Toland. There was another one talking about the Vex. I was like, okay, there was one one warlock obsessed with the Vex, and that was Osiris. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, are these people talking to me? Like, it's, it's not explained. Right. But, like, it's meant to be ambiguous like that. Yeah. So, like, mine was, like, the first one was a lot of Cade talking, and it 
to me, it seemed like I was looking at memories. Like, I feel like the things he was saying, he had already said to somebody else, somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and he was talking a lot about Rasputin, like, to the point where, like, he was talking about how, like, somebody once thought, uh, once told him that he thought Cade 6 was Rasputin, but he didn't know he was actually Rasputin. So, like, he's just wandering around, but he's actually Rasputin and he didn't know. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the second one was talking about, was, like, some woman's voice that I don't think I've ever heard. And then it switched to Cade on, like, how he had to, like, kill this person that he knew because he, like, didn't have a choice and, like, right. stuff like that. So it's, like, super cryptic, super weird, interesting stuff. Yeah, it's super interesting. While you're, like, walking through, like, this dark forest and then yeah. you fight a bunch of Taken and uh, t- Fallen I, at the end. It doesn't, like, I fought Taken and Fallen depending on which one it was. Yeah. But um, the other thing is that... uh. The only one I know about the Titan one is one of them has uh, they Reddit calls it Drunk Uncle Shacks because <laughs> it's literally Shacks drunkenly rambling about stuff that Titans have done and it's fucking hilarious apparently. But like I was talking to Nick about it and Nick's are like Cade being funny and mine are like Ikora talking about like the darkness between stars and I'm just like it's super like intellectual and pretentious for the warlocks. His is just. Cade fucking around and the Titans are just drunk and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Yeah, the only one that was like somewhat intellectual was like the second one where it was like that woman was talking about Void and how like Void is not any different or special from Solar Arc. It just might be a little bit scarier, but they're all the same yeah, at the end of the day. It's still called Void Light. Um, yeah, they there was a, a quote that I remember the Ikora saying who, from what it sounded like, founded the arc warlocks the stormbreakers or whatever mm-hmm. um it was it was just really cool it was just uh quiet said the void walkers louder said the sun singers and there i was caught in the middle and then she talks about how the storm stormbreakers are, the, are designed to be in the middle of that be the hurricane be both the eye and the outside they're supposed to be the class that bridges those i was like oh that's really fucking cool actually yeah but yeah, so the definitely subclasses were super improved upon and have some cool fun lore to it. So now we're gonna jump into some like gameplay elements actually. Yeah. Uh, so public events, they were in the first one and they were heartburn in the first one because you had to chase them down. This one, oh my god, some all I fucking do is public events. Third party app for the first one. Yeah. Like but yeah, it, the public events are everywhere, and they're super easy. They they're marked on the map. They're marked how much time before they start is marked you on can, the map. You can track them, so that way you can like go right to them. Yeah, uh, they have ways to level up in the middle of them, so they start as public events. And if you do something special during the thing, blow something up, do something else, they become heroic public events, which make them harder, but better stuff drops. It's just so cool. Yeah, there's so much better. And I mean, all I've I feel like all I've been doing is public events and I'm not bored of it. Same. Like it, it, it sounds like it's short, but I love these new public events. I need to have you have you done the the hive one? I've only done it a couple times. The wizard one? Yeah. Yeah. I've it's done it a super times. cool. Yeah. Have you done it with like the heroic? It's like super, Oh, I haven't done the heroic. It's super cool. It's I, like it's like probably one of my favorite public events, and I never do it because it's only on Titan. And we I, should, uh, when the hell do I go to Titan? We should do it later then. Go to Titan. But um, yeah, I'm 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 a hundred percent in. 
they they're just really really fun and i mean the other day who was it It was me you and bro i think yeah we were doing a public event there were seven of us at that public event yeah there was so many people we were lagging and i wasn't even mad i was just like this is so cool because it's a public event like everyone in the space will join yeah and there were so many people in the space for whatever reason there was seven of us just chasing this public event we got it so fast Oh, so fast. It was so fun, though. The it entire was. time, I was having a blast because I actually felt like we were like a group of guardians fixing this problem. I really, really like it. And then from there, we're going to talk about quests because every planet has kind of a quest chain, mm-hmm. at least one, um, that kind of centered around the person in charge of uh, your quartermaster on that planet. So, like, the Nessus had an entire quest dealing with uh failsafe yep and failsafe being like i think my captain's still alive and we're like it's been 400 years your captain's not alive and then you like go and chase down a fucking Har- vex harpy. harpy and like it's like absorbed the captain's personality to a degree or its memories to a degree just like really weird but like charming at the same time it was super cool i also like the one where you uh chase the music boxes i haven't done that one yet Okay, <laughs> so we're not gonna talk about that one that much. That's the only like, one I haven't done. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, that's I know, probably my favorite. Quest. I know it has to do with Rasputin, and it that's does. why I really, really want to do it. I just haven't had the time. I've it's been really fun doing random other shit. Uh, but yeah, the yeah the quests are super fun, and then leading off the quest, they also have uh, adventures, which are like kind of like short quests. It's Maybe, like it's yeah. again led by your planet quartermaster type person and they're just like short things you have to do like i just did one on io where uh asher was trying to recreate light to make more guardians um and like then you have to fight off like you have to like do a bunch of stuff so you have to like run through light pillars and then like he's just like all right now you're gonna be my test subject go punch things literally tells you to go punch things and it's like get eight melee kills and you punch things and then you go to like this site and like light shoots up from the ground and like spits out like super orbs and your super just constantly recharges while you fight vex and taken and and they while they don't have like a super super difficult gameplay element to them like they're not complex gameplay it's usually just go here kill things which is destiny in a nutshell but a lot of the times they have more complex gameplay elements a lot of them have really cool lore yeah like there was one i was doing on uh nessus it must have been where like Failsafe tricks the Vex into believing your ghost is a Vex. So, like, the Vex are, like, coming there to help the Vex unit that's there kill the Guardian that's there, but the Vex unit's your ghost. Yeah. So, like, the Vex keep spawning and stuff, and then they eventually, like, kick you out of the program, and then it ends, like... It like the program ends and they're like, Oh, this this ended, and then Ghost is like, Oh, I gotta go tell Ikora about that. And then Failsafe goes, One other message. Osiris says, Hi. And uh, and Ghost goes, Oh, I definitely need to tell Ikora about this. <laughs> fucking because insane. it's Osiris. Yeah. Um like it's like little tidbits of lore sprinkled around that I mean, we do a lore podcast, so yeah. I love that stuff. It's great. It's so much fun. Yeah, they're just really, really cool. I, man, this game's great. Um, From adventures, we can talk about lost sectors and hidden chests, which bro is obsessed with. I I mean, sickeningly obsessed. It's all all I've seen him doing. He's going to all the lost sectors right now. 
So every planet kind of has what can only be described as a cave system where you go down into these lost sectors and you kill like a captain or some boss enemy there and then a chest unlocks. It's not more complex than that. Yeah. But the scenery is gorgeous in all of them. Oh, they really They're is. all so pretty. Yeah. And so cool. Like there's one that I found on Earth that was just like an, an underground waterfall. Like, and you could see like the sunlight coming in right on the waterfall, just trickling it down. I was like, wow, this is breathtaking. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, and you've been doing a lot of the Cade 6 stashes, which. Yeah. So there's every week you get maps from Cade 6, and there'll be like icons on your map for the specific worlds. Like, like the first week was like the EDZ, and then this week was like Nessus. And you get like. Uh, it's just like his stashes of stuff and you go there and you can get items, you can get legendaries. I've gotten exotic out of one of them. Yeah, and then I've gotten, a, I've gotten a couple random items. So like in my inventory right now, I think I have like a charred celery, a rabbit's foot and a Rorix test, which is a Rorschach text, but with Oryx's name <laughs> instead of, <him. laughs> um, so yeah, you do those. And then there's also, uh, a couple of golden chests on every planet. So I've been yeah. getting a couple of those. And before we, we jump out of planets, I want to talk real quick about the inspect kind of system. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. now, Lore and Destiny used to all be on the app of the website. They used to be in Grimoire cards, which they don't have anymore. A lot of the lore comes from these inspect things. So you find things in your gar environment that say inspect. So the first one I found was like a terminal. So I inspect it and they were like, oh, this terminal was activated during the SIVA crisis. Like something about the terminal. And Ghost is like, maybe I should... Nah, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> like yeah. Dealing with SIVA. I found one. I was doing, a, I think, an adventure the other day where, like, there was, I was against the Taken, and there was, like, a portal that was opening you know, to get three orbs to shut the portal down and whatever. And then, like, in like the, rest, the last room, there was, like, a thing on the ground, and you inspect it, and he, the ghost goes, oh, this looks like a Taken portal, and it seems like it's still open and something's watching us. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Which is, like... With the Taken, real quick, from a lore issue. Uh, how the fuck are the Taken still being taken is the question that everyone has right now. For, so from that thing that I just did, I don't remember if it was a quest or a, an adventure, like the end of it was like a chorus saying, I think they have a new king. And yeah. I was like, let's go. Yeah, like they like they think that, because how are the Taken still being taken? We've killed the Taken king. Oryx is dead. Yeah. But uh, they could still be... how. There's a strike that has a uh, Red Legion Taken in it. Yeah, and there was there's a mission where like you follow like Taken trying to take Vex, and they're like, "How the hell are they doing this?" Yeah, it's super interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing like, do we do we get a Taken King Part Two? Are we gonna have a new Taken King? Yeah. Uh, and if so, I hope that it's one of Oryx's sisters. Yeah, that'd be dope. Holy shit, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because each of them have their own Hive Fleet. Like, the Hive Fleet we dealt with was just Oryx's Hive Fleet. Yeah. Like, That'd be dope. I'd be real cool to see Oryx's sisters. Um, I also like the investigating thing, like, how it actually works. So, like, in the top corner, you'll the, the ghost icon will blink, and then if you pull out your ghost, usually it just looks at you, but if you pull out a ghost while the thing is blinking, it'll look in the direction that the thing is. Oh, is. shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so, like, it, if it's, like... Bah, if it's like behind you and to the to the right, it'll look that way. And if you turn around, its eye, the eye of the ghost will before stay you following it. Before you investigate it. Yeah. So oh that's, man, how you, that's how you find them. That's how you find Dude, them. Dude, I didn't know that. I just keep accidentally finding them. No, you can actually find them. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. So if the icon blinks in the top corner, 
that means you're near something. So just pull out your goats and literally follow the way. Oh, it's I'm gonna looking. have to. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking cool. So, oh my god, you got me all fucked up right now. I'm gonna like just go to every planet and just do that. Uh, strikes. Strikes is gonna be the next thing we talk about. Yeah. Right now there is a lack of strikes in the game. I. Only I don't know if that's five. because we're used to having a. I shit think it's because we're cause used we, to a bigger playlist. Yeah, because we've we kind of jumped in towards the end. Yeah. So I think that's why. I think we're used to a bigger playlist. I'm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that they only have so many strikes. More will be added. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent positive more will be added. Uh, but the strikes that I have played, I've really liked. They have a lot more raid elements to them. Yeah. Uh, the rather than just running through and killing things, there's a lot more like, oh, you have to do this to get past this part. A lot more, just a lot radier. Yeah. Which I I think is fine for strikes. It's three people. It's not overly complex. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it worked really well. Yeah. Uh, other than that, strikes are pretty much the exact same, and just with new stories and stuff. Uh, nightfalls can suck my cock. Uh, Nightfalls used to... I saw this on Reddit, and I wholeheartedly agree. Nightfalls used to feel like playing Halo on Legendary mode. Now they feel like a mad rush to the end. Yeah. Uh, n- Nightfalls are timed. You have to beat it well, they were ti- time. The thing is that they were timed before. They were not well. as strictly timed, in my yeah. opinion. So now, before when you di- when everybody in your fire team died, you wiped, and you started from like a checkpoint. It was like a certain checkpoint. Yeah. Or, no, I think Nightfall, you had to start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think you had to start the whole nightfall over. Okay, so now when you die in in the nightfall, you're just dead until one of you, you respawns. Until one seconds. of you res- respawns, but the clock keeps ticking. So like before oh, you would oh. just before you would just die and then start over. You but, beat the nightfall last week. I didn't. I did. I beat it twice. Which, yes, it was difficult. But when somebody explained to me what to do to get through it fast, I have a guide for this week. So I really want to do it because um, I want to try to get the Rat King's crew done. Same. I, guess, yeah. um, I heard it's really good for the raid because if everybody uses it, its perk is it powers up other people's who uses it. So it's like the Rat King crew. So like if everybody uses it in the raid, everybody has a really strong gun. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to talk about real quick, we should have talked about it during quests, but there's more exotic quests in this game yes. already. Yes. Um. What We talk about the Rat King's crew is a quest that involves beating a Nightfall in five minutes. Yeah. Fuck that. You have 10 minutes to beat the Nightfall. You need to beat it in five. Uh, fuck that, but um, I have a guide to beat it in five minutes this time around. I really want to get the Rat King's crew done. Yeah. But there's a lot more exotics, exotic quests. You get the multi-tool through an exotic quest. Yep. You get the world eater through an exotic quest, which is now finally open. Yep. Now we just need to beat the Leviathan raid, and we get the next step of that quest. We get the... I don't know what that the, um, the one with the drang is called. The, it begins with an ass. But yeah, there's a bunch of them in this game, which I I love the yeah. the exotic like grinding out these quests to get exotic guns. I think is better than just waiting for them to drop. Yeah, I agree. Because I, then it's in my hands, and then I'm never gonna fucking do them. So, but I do I do want to do the Rat King's crew because I when that when that one dropped, I was in love because I get it. It's called the like an item drop. It's called the Rat King's crew. So when you look at it, it's just got a poem. Like that's the description for the quest. It's a poem. And, like, you can kind of put it together that, like, oh, you need to beat the Nightfall in five minutes. Um, and you can only do it with well, there's like four other po- people. There's, like, four poems. Oh, yeah. No, well, there's lines. No, like, the the whole thing, like, it's four steps to get the <laughs> thing. It's, like, uh, do three patrols of the fire team, do 
public events with a fire team, do crucible with a fire team, and then do the nightfall. Oh, I must have done all the others. <laughs> you must have, but yeah, there's four poems. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Like doing the the fact that the quest description is poetry. Yeah, like it's just really cool, and I like it. Um, next, I want to talk about the crucible. Crucible is no longer uh, what was it? Uh, six on six, mm-hmm. or five on five? I think it was six on six. I think it was six on six. It is four on four now. Yes, it's a lot smaller. And the crucible, this time the crucible hyper rewards good tactics in it like actually playing like, well like you you can't so like you can't halo this bitch you can't run in solo a team and then run out like you will die it it like positioning matters staying with your fire team matters it's like a lot more complex uh which isn't a bad thing in my opinion no i think you it's... and i were having a lot of fun with crucible last night yeah i think it's a lot better than the first one uh the first games was yeah like we were a, we were pushing shit in. Like, we were fucking rocking it. Yeah. And then B, like, it was just a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I agree. It, it, and, like, the the new maps, like, how we were geek. So we were geeking We lost out. that match, too. I was so bad. <laughs> so we, we spawned into a map that's literally the um, home base for Rise of Iron. Like, the tower for Rise of Iron, which is, like, the Iron Temple. We literally spawned into the Iron Temple, and I'm like, I recognize this place. Like, I think... Like, this reminds me a lot of Rise of Iron. And I turn the corner, and the temple is right there. And I'm like, Josh, we're at the temple from Rise of Iron. I, went, I was like, no shit. How do you know? He's like, I can see it. He, I go, where are you? And I'm like, we're, we're, like, trying to, like, just d- dive into the fact that we're, like, dealing with this. Because we're fucking lore fanatics. And we're fucking dying in the process. We lose the match. Yeah. So we're, like, sitting there. He runs over to me. And I'm, we're, like, looking at the, the temple. And we're like geeking out, and some guy runs over and just kills us. And I yell at him, I'm like, "Hey, we're trying to like look at the lore here. Stop!" But yeah, that was that was great. And then there's other couple of cool maps, but that one had us freaking out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. I was hyped. Um. Is there anything else? Um. Before we get to the. No, last I just wanted to find things? something real quick. I I wanted to talk about uh, the fact that I'm using a thing. Uh, the the emblem I'm using is called Lore Scholar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the emblems uh, got more. We can talk about like the the extra perk things. Uh, so like the emblems, a couple of the emblems got like things that they do. So like, there's one that like tracks how many. I think like each subclass has one that like tracks how many kills you've had with that subclass. Yeah. Um. There's one that tracks how many public events you've done. I think there's one that I saw somebody. I think it shows, like, your efficiency, your crucible efficiency or something like that. Yep. Like, one of the crucible ones does. Um, so there's stuff like that. We and, also have the kill tracker ghosts, which yep. when you bring up your ghost, there's the little numbers next to it that say how many crucible kills and how many NPC kills you have. Yep. They're vastly uh, disproportionate for me. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, and then there's also, like, exotic emotes and exotic sparrows. and. I have an exotic sparrow. Uh, wow. I don't have an exotic sparrow. I have an exotic emote. I have the table flip emote, which is fantastic. You just summon like a like a light table with like a bowl and a lamp on it, and you flip the table and freak out, and it's great because I always do that as like a joke, like get mad at something and you pretend to flip a table. Yeah, it's really funny. 
And they all got like lore on them. Like there's actual like if you look at the exotic sparrow, there's like a lore section on it. That's great. It's just like weird. Uh there's exotic ships. Uh you get um you can add mods to your ship to uh to spawn in certain ways. So, I spawn like, in when I spawn in, it looks like I spawn in like the taken dude yeah. right now. Which is really fucking cool. And then there's like one where you can drop in like the cabal pods. Yeah, I really like, want that. Like one. how they do in the game and stuff like that. Um Spawning like the Vex. Sparrows have like weird things to them. So like the sparrow I have on right now is every time I get on it, all my weapons are automatically reloaded. Yeah, mine is kind of dope. Air control. Yeah, there's I've seen air control. The sparrow takes f- shorter time to spawn it's in. It's it's you press a button, not hold up. Yeah, which I fucking wish I had. I have that one. Fuck you. And I have the reload one. Um. <laughs> Uh, the one I have just basically it's like the the skateboarding sparrow from the first game. Like I could just jump up and just do flips and I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. I was like, I could just keep doing it in the air, doing it on the ground. It's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, the the items are just weirder. Uh ghost shells are also pretty cool in this one. They do a lot and they no longer matter for other things. Yeah, they no longer matter for light uh power. Yeah. Which is dope because that was like one of the Worst things about Destiny 1 trying to grind up was, like, ghosts didn't drop as much as everything else did. So, like, oh your ghost God. would consistently hold your light level back. And now it doesn't, which and is now nice. it doesn't, which is great. Because, it's, again, ghosts don't show up that random, uh, that commonly. And they still don't, but they, they, they do things that, like, raise, like, the amount of stuff you get for the gunsmith and stuff. Yep. Which and is like, nice. they'll show you uh, on certain planets, show you where you're near a chat, uh... A chest or the kill one, I think, gives you more XP in the Crucible. Yeah, and, we gain extra experience in the Crucible. Um, something else for the Crucible. Yeah, but I love the kill tracker ghost just so I can always see like where my kills are at. Yes, yeah. because you can like you can actually even cooler though is other people can't see it, but they can see that there is a a spot for it. No, I so, can like, see your numbers. Can you? But can you, how well can you see my number? I mean, if I get if I get up close to you, like yeah. I, the other day, I walked up close to you and I could see your numbers, like I could read it. But yeah, the other thing, uh, Vanguard Kill Tracker, a Crucible Kill Tracker, Crucible Experience Log, and Crucible Scanner. That's all that's on the the Kill Tracker. But it's just really cool. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the next thing we want to talk about is whether this is a sequel or an expansion. I I look at it as a sequel. Yeah, I put that there because uh, I've seen a couple people on Reddit ask this question of like, do we feel like it's a sequel? Do we feel like it's another expansion? Um, I feel like it's a it's a decent sequel. I, I feel like I feel like it's it's as much of a sequel as any other sequel I play. It it feels like a continuation of the last game, but it doesn't feel like it is the last game. Yeah, make any sense. Like, it feels like a vastly improved upon version of the last game, which is what a sequel should be. Yeah. Um, and speaking of expansions, we have two in the works yes. for Destiny. We have uh, one to do with Osiris, who yeah. is the warlock that used to be the Vanguard warlock before Ikora, who basically went crazy, obsessed with the Vex, and moved to Mercury. Um, and no one's really seen him since, and a lot of people speculated he was dead. So there's a lot pointing to him being alive. There was Trials of Osiris. There was all that. Oh, it's no longer called Trials of Osiris. Do you know that? Yeah, it's called Trials of the Nine. Dude, I hope we get more of the Nine. I really hope so, too. Like, there comes tomorrow. I'm excited to see what he has. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Tomorrow's Friday. Um, uh, and the second DLC after that has to do with Rasputin. Thank God. Who, if you've listened to our episode on Destiny One, is maybe my favorite character. Yeah, Rasputin's great, even we, though he has no dialogue in English. Yeah, and we really said in that first Destiny podcast how we really want more with him in this game. And we get it. The first DLC or the second DLC will deal with Rasputin. And since Nick and I bought the legendary editions of the game, we got both DLCs with it. The legendary edition is really cool. Yeah, it's uh, really pretty. Yeah, it comes with a bunch of shit. I uh, need to kind of put it on display somehow. I just haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, mine's just in the box. But more importantly, it comes with that pretty steel book. Yeah. So. Uh, and the last thing we want to do before we part with you is we wanted to promote our clan. We are in a Destiny clan that I created, Nick's admin of, and it is called the Flavortown Faves. Flavortown Faves. If you want to do it, it is an open clan. Join up. Talk to us. Yeah, we figured, you know, we made this open clan so we can get a bunch of experience and nice things in the game. Why not promote it to our listeners? Yeah. So they can join too if you guys don't have a clan of your own. Yeah, Flavortown Faves. Uh, yeah, don't. If you already got a clan of people you play with, obviously stick with them because clans are about building relationships. But I was really into World of Warcraft for years and years and years. Uh, I was very active in my guild and I always thought it was a lot of fun. So I thought I'd make a clan for this game. It's not going to be nearly as active as something like World of Warcraft, but we're always on and we're always trying to do stuff together because clans are really important to Destiny too. So one more time, it is the Flavortown, not the, it's Flavortown Faves. Uh, it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, we got, we got some people already in there. Most of them we already know in real life, but if you guys want to join, absolutely join. Reach yeah. out to us, uh, on PlayStation. My name's the great sweaty P and I'm, uh, Mr. Underscore Gome 017. Yeah. And we would love to play destiny with any of you. Uh, also, uh, follow our podcast on social media. It is at Navi underscore tales. We are on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, reach out to us on there if you have any questions about anything Destiny related, uh, dealing with that stuff. And uh, yeah, so so that's about, I think that about wraps up what we're doing with Destiny, huh? Yeah. Just excited for the, excited that it's here finally, excited for the future of it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm still, I'm still playing it, so. Yep. I still have a lot that I want to do before I, I get sick of it, it would, so yeah, I'm really excited. I'm I'm really in love with this game. It's a lot of fun. I agree. But uh until next time, we'll uh see you later. Yeah. Bye. Love you. When Janice was fucking with that balloon. I was not. She was bouncing it and going one, two, three. But how she did it, it made me think of hey yeah. So she goes, one, two, three, four. And I was like, my baby, don't mess around. I was just like <laughs> <laughs> Which had her crying. Fuck you! I, um, but, uh, sorry, I was yelling at the cricket in my basement. Yes. Guardian. Guardian.